Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 28th of October. Today, Indian para-athletes made history at Hangzhou Asian Para Games, amassing 111 medals. Of these, 29 were gold, 31 were silver and 51 bronze. The medal count surpassed the record of 107 medals won by India's able-bodied athletes in the same event. India secured the fifth position in the overall medal tally. It was a significant improvement from their 15th place finish in the first Para-Asian Games in 2010. India exceeded 100 medals in a major international multi-sport event for the second time, with the previous occasion being the 2010 Delhi Commonwealth Games. Athletics played a major role, contributing 55 medals, including 18 goals. Chess, archery and shooting also made substantial contributions. On the concluding day, India added 12 more medals with standout performances in javelin, 400-meter race and chess events. The Indian rowing team secured a silver medal with 313 athletes, including 51 Tokyo Paralympians. India's participation in the Hangzhou Para-Asian Games was the largest ever, encompassing 17 of the 22 sports. The Lok Sabha Ethics Committee today rescheduled Trinamool Congress MP Mahua Moitra's appearance in the cash for query case from 31st October to 2nd November. The panel rejected any further extensions. In a letter to the Ethics Committee, Moitra had earlier cited unavailability until 5th of November. The committee is investigating allegations that the politician accepted bribes for asking questions related to Adani Group in Lok Sabha. BJP MP Nishikan Dube accused her of asking the question in the interest of Adani's business rival, Hira Nandani Group. On Thursday, the panel received oral evidence from Dube and advocate Jay Anand Dehadrai. The documents that Dube cited as evidence to make the claims were supplied by Dehadrai. Moitra has emphasized the need for a fair hearing to counter the accusations that she has called false and defamatory. Tamil Nadu Chief Minister M.K. Stalin penned a letter to Union Minister of External Affairs S. Jashankar today, urging him to intervene for the release of 12 fishermen from Tamil Nadu who are currently held by the Maldivian Coast Guard. These fishermen set sail from Thotukuri on 1st of October this year on a mechanised fishing boat. They were reportedly apprehended near Thinadu Island on 23rd of October. Stalin requested Jashankar to address this issue with Maldivian authorities through diplomatic channels and secure the fishermen's swift release. Thoddukuri MP K. Kanimozi and Tamil Nadu BJP President K. Annamalai had also sought Jayashankar's intervention on 27th of October. Listeners, as you know, assembly elections are due in five states. The News Minute and News Laundry will join hands to bring you everything you need to know about the upcoming assembly elections. Do contribute to the NLTNM Election Fund so we can bring you authentic coverage from the ground and not narratives crafted in far-off studios. We are able to bring your reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Mukesh Ambani, the chairman of Reliance Industries, recently received a threatening email demanding 20 crore rupees with the warning of a fatal consequence if the payment was not made. Mumbai Police said today. The industrialist security in charge lodged a complaint about the death threat email 
leading to the registration of an FIR at the Gamdevi police station. The email explicitly conveyed that failure to pay 20 crore rupees would result in a shooting as stated by the police official. The case was filed under the Indian Penal Code sections 387 related to putting a person in fear of death or serious harm to commit extortion and 5062 concerning criminal intimidation. The police are now trying to track down the person responsible for sending the threat. In the VRs today, Gaza witnessed an unprecedented attack in the northern part of the strip. Israel's military has intensified airstrikes and expanded ground operations. Israeli forces have officially entered Gaza with video footage showing their tanks in motion. The exact number of casualties from the overnight bombardment remains unknown due to disrupted communication networks. Reports said Israeli fighter jets have hit 150 underground targets in northern Gaza during these raids. Mahmoud Bassel, a Gaza civil defense spokesperson, told AFP that hundreds of buildings and houses were completely destroyed and thousands of other homes were damaged. Reportedly, the region is also under complete communication blackout with the internet connection terminated. Meanwhile, in a significant development, the UN General Assembly passed a resolution for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire today. The motion was proposed by Jordan and backed by 120 member states. India abstained in the vote on the resolution. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com/subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.